The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Jesse sent son David to take his boys some things. David heard the soldiers say, have you seen the giant? David didn't fear it all because he had covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Through the blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, raiding in this life. Because I know and act upon my blood, my covenant rights. The man that kills the giant, the men went on to tell. The king will make his father's house free in Israel. And give his daughter to the man that rips him of this giant. David ran together stones to act on covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, reigning in this life. Because I know enough for my blood of covenant rights. said, just come ahead and I'll feed you to the fans. David came in the name of the Lord of the host of Israel. The Lord will give you to our hands, regardless of your height. I may look like a boy, but my sling's no toy, and I know my covenant rights. Covenant rights, covenant rights. Through the blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. I am chasing giants, reigning in this life, because I know and act upon my blood, my covenant rights. Goliath fell dead when David hit him in the forehead, the Philistines fled in fright. The Israelites ran after them, what a glorious sight. The ladies, they began to sing, telling of the fight. How David won with a sling and a stone and a sword Just a boy with covenant rights Covenant rights Covenant rights Through the blood of Jesus I have covenant rights I'm chasing giants Reigning in this life Because I know and act upon my blood But covenant rights Covenant rights Covenant rights Blood of Jesus, I have covenant rights. 
Faith is the hand with which we take from God the thing that he's provided for us. When we've met all the conditions and taken what God has offered us, then we must believe that we have received the thing that he has promised. Many things for which we believe can be manifested in just a moment, and we should believe for them to come into evidence at once. Other things from their very nature require time, but whether the thing we have prayed for requires time or not, we are to believe that we receive it when we pray for it. Genesis chapter 16 and verse 15, And Hagar bare Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare, Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old, that's eighty-six years of age, when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am El Shaddai. He says, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me, and be thou perfect. Now that means upright and sincere. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. That means uh, a lot. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham. You know, it's important what you're called. Maybe somebody called you Bolivar <laughs> for a long time, and your name may be David. That means beloved. Well, it's better to be called uh, uh, beloved than it is to be called Bolivar. <laughs> Uh, your name shall not be called Abram anymore, but it shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. That's what the name Abraham means. See, see, the name means something. So whatever I call myself, well, that's the most important thing. Then, of course, there is some, some effect of what people call me. So just call me David or Brother David, or that means Brother Beloved. <laughs> and uh, he says, I will make the exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. Well, what does this have to do with anything about me today, Brother David? Well, it means that uh, if you know Christ, Christ is your Lord, then you are the seed of Abraham. And that covenant or contract that God made with Abraham at that time has passed all the way down to today, and it's for you. Abraham, uh, God made a covenant or contract with him based upon uh, their relationship, the character, their fellowship together. Uh, Abraham was called the friend of God. I want to be called the friend of God. This is the kind of fellow that Abraham was. Verse 17 of Romans 4 says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead. Now, God quickens the dead, so there's not any dead part of your life, thinking processes, your body, um, your personality, your being in any way. There's not any part of you that cannot be quickened by God. 
and uh, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things. That's a part of it. Calling things which be not as though they were. So here we have Abram. Hagar has uh, brought forth a child uh, at, at the age of 86. That's Abram's age at that time. And then uh, he becomes uh, 99 and God speaks to him and says, now you're going to be a father of nations. You're going to be a father of nations. And it talks about Abraham who against hope believed in hope. In other words, nobody probably encouraged him in that. He just started saying, I'm a father of nations. What's your name, sir? I'm a father of nations. What's your name? I'm a father of nations. And he began to call those things which be not as though they were. And this is one of those things, we've talked about it some, that it's just seemed like it's hard for most Christians to do this. That is to call things which be not as though they were. And many honest people think and feel like they'd be lying if they did this. And so uh, fear to do so. But consider for a moment, the Bible tells us that God cannot lie. God calls the things which be not as though they were. He speaks of Jesus in Revelation 13, 8, as the lamb slain from the foundations of the world, or the foundation of the world. And Jesus did not hang on the cross until thousands of years later. So that's how God is calling those things which be not as though they were. And then here in Romans 4, 17, Abraham was just like God, was made like unto God in this matter of calling things which be not as though they were to follow in the footsteps of God. And God tells us to follow in the footsteps of Abraham. He does it and tells us to do it. It's impossible for it to be wrong in the least degree. Sin is disobeying God, but holiness is simply obeying and pleasing God in all things at all times. Faith is the hand with which we take from God. When we've met the conditions and taken what God is offering, we must believe that we have that thing. I want to repeat the seven steps of uh, receiving from God. Number one, desire by your fellowship or association with God. Desire through fellowship. Don't just come up with something out of your head, but through your fellowship and as you're fellowshipping with God, you're, you're blessing him, you're praising him, worshiping him, you're studying his word. You know, God's going to put a desire in your heart. It's going to be his desire for you. Uh, so desire by association or fellowship with God during your worship and meditation on him and with him. That's number one. Number two, gather the promise. You only have to gather one, but it's good to gather two or three, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Gather the promise. God only has to say it once. He doesn't have to say it twice, but I just think it puts an extra uh, ounce of convincingness in me when I find it in two places, or I find three scriptures that promise me the thing that is being desired out of my heart. Number three, ask for it. See, it's not good enough just to know you can have it, but it, it, you got to ask for it. And then when you ask for it, I mean, I've gone places and paid for something, gave them the money, they gave me back the change, and started to walk out there, hey, you forgot your whatever it was I bought. <laughs> so when you ask for it, then take it. Believe that you receive it. I'm going to substitute the word take there. Believe that you take it, and you shall have it. 
Number five, call it. Call it as yours. It's mine. I have it now. Call it. Call things which be not as though they were. You may not see it, but by faith you do see it. So we're, we're operating in faith today. Call it. That's number five. Number six, recognize or envision in faith having it. Envision yourself wearing it, driving it, having it, operating in it, whatever it is you've asked God for. And number seven, well, that's not your part to do. That's God's part. You shall have it. That God will operate at that point. <laughs> seven steps that bring God pleasure. It pleases him when you release your faith. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Go free in the name of Jesus.